with all not your truth or kindness, Lord. With all not your truth or kindness, Lord. Welcome to The Notice, where together we notice the mercy of God. I'm Susan Hookstra, your host. Well, happy 2022. Or is it? As you think of the new year and maybe some new goals, are you struggling with regrets? Join me for this episode where we discuss those nasty regrets, how to notice God in all our circumstances, and how those regrets can lead us towards new methods of self-awareness. Have you ever wondered what this song is about? I learned that Old Lang Syne is actually translated as old time's sake. So I guess we can picture nostalgia and toasting to our friends. And of course, we remember that version from Guy Lombardo on the radio of Old Lang Syne. But during the Civil War, did you know it was a song to end the war? Regardless of our thoughts about the song, it doesn't leave us without a sense of regret. I don't know about you, but for me, New Year's Eve, well, it's always felt a little bittersweet. The concept of new beginnings, of course, is the sweet part. But as I look back over the last year, I can't help but wonder. I wonder what would have happened had I made different choices. I wonder why I didn't accomplish the things on my bucket list. And I wonder why, over the last dozen or more years, every New Year's Eve, I regretted that I didn't finish my book. But on this year, I was so tired that on New Year's Eve, I just went to bed. And I forgot that I actually could have celebrated that I completed my book. But I guess that's what starts out as nostalgia inevitably turns over to regret. Although I don't think regret in itself is a sin, but most things, when we take it too far, can fill us with shame. Typical regret is sorrow or remorse over something that has happened or that we have done. Or it can be a sense of disappointment over what hasn't happened, like not finishing that book. Here's the reality. As humans, we all have regrets. Perhaps it's because making mistakes is a universal experience. Shai Davidity, a psychology professor at the New School, conducted a study with Cornell psychologist Tom Glifovich on regrets. Their research revealed that there are different types of regrets and some have incredible staying power, namely those about what we could have done, not necessarily what we did wrong. Although we experience both types, 
Studies have found that across cultures and demographics, it's regrets about inactions that haunt us more for longer periods. So that means you're more likely to feel achy about never auditioning for that performing arts school as a teenager or never joining the Peace Corps than you are to regret a bad real estate move or a nightmare job you took. Psychologists have theorized as to why this asymmetry exists. For example, if you missed your daughter's graduation, you can apologize and arrange an alternative celebration. If you move to Chicago for work and regret having left your extended family, you can vow to fly home for every holiday. But there's usually little to be done about the goals you didn't act on to begin with. This leaves us with a struggle psychologists call self-discrepancy theory. This theory states that we live in dichotomy. One domain is our ideal self and the other is our real self thus the struggle. However, I love God's grace and mercy and that he has provided a way to deal with regrets when we have not lived as wisely as he wants us to. When we regret, it's usually because we made a mistake, we recognize our limits in some way, or we sin. Perhaps further examination of these three categories might help. The mistakes are things that we do, like we spill the milk or we miss the game or add our bills up incorrectly. Limits are realizations that we have limits and may not excel in an area that somebody else does. And sins, well, they can be disobedient acts when we know better and disobedient acts when we don't. So when we consider our regrets, perhaps we can stop the struggle when we categorize what type or what kind of mistake it really is and what we're regretting. So do we regret that we're not more talented? Do we regret our actions because we made a mistake or because we've sinned? And are our expectations for ourselves realistic? Well, it should be obvious to us that we all make mistakes. That's humanity. It should also be obvious and humbling to understand we can't do everything and we have limits. And of course, Romans 3.23 tells us all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So we're definitely not alone. And it's interesting to note what the Bible says about regrets. The Hebrew root for the word regret actually means to sigh. Since we know God doesn't make mistakes, the concept of sighing is a more descriptive term for the kind of regret God experiences. Genesis 6-7 says that, after seeing the wickedness on the earth, God regretted making man. This does not mean that the Lord felt that he made a mistake in creating human beings, but that his heart was sorrowful as he witnessed the direction they were going. Since God knows everything beforehand, he already knew that sin would bring consequences, so of course he wasn't surprised by it. Instead, this glimpse into God's character shows us that even though he already knows we will sin, it still grieves him when we choose it. Human regret, though, is different from God's regret. Human regret occurs for one big reason. We do not know all things. 
We cannot see into the future. Friends, we need to wrap ourselves around this reality. We don't know what we don't know. For example, let's say we had chosen to attend Z College and major in uh, X. After years of fruitless pursuing a career in X, we regret that college decision. But was the choice of a college major a sin? At the time, we may have thought it was a good choice, but now realize it might not have been. How do we respond? The best way to respond to a choice like that is to claim Romans 8:28, For we know God works everything together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Indeed, God can take detours in lives and upon our surrender can make something beautiful out of it. Philippians 3.13 tells us, Brothers, I don't consider that I've made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. As for these limits, frankly, this is humility at its finest. It's okay to admit that we don't know everything, nor are we expected to. I love Romans 12.3, which tells us, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. So it's okay to admit that I'm not good at everything. I don't mean this in a self-effacing way, but a way that sincerely recognizes we don't know enough to draw judgments or assumptions even about ourselves. And this third category, sins. Well, what's our response? Confession. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So, and at times, we might want to actually confess to one another. James 5, 6 tells us, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Now, let's talk about some of our biblical characters. Peter was one example of someone who deeply regretted a foolish decision. Although Peter was committed to Jesus, his fear made him run away when the soldiers came to arrest Jesus, and he later denied his Lord. His actions did not come from a desire to sin, but from impulse, spiritual immaturity, and fear. He deeply regretted his actions and wept bitterly. Jesus knew about Peter's regret and specifically asked to see him after his resurrection. We learned from this that our regrets are not hidden from God and he desires to restore us when we return to him. Other regrets are due to sin choices that may have left scars and consequences. After a lifetime of selfish debauchery, some people in their later years are so overwhelmed by regret, they cannot experience joy. The consequences of their sin for themselves and others may haunt them for years. The pain of regret can drive us to decisions we would not otherwise make. Judas Iscariot is one such example in the Bible. After he realized that he had betrayed the Messiah, Judas was so filled with regret that he tried to undo his actions by returning the blood money. And when that didn't work, he went out and killed himself. 
Yes, regret can lead some to self-destruction, but God wants us to use it to lead us towards repentance. It's important to understand that regret is not the same as repentance. Esau deeply regretted his decision to sell his birthright, but he never repented of his sin. So regret focuses on the action that has brought sorrow. But repentance focuses on the one we have offended. 2 Corinthians 7.10 explains the difference between mere regret and true repentance. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret. But worldly sorrow brings death. Rather than allow the regret to win, we can allow Jesus to transform us so that our past sin choices magnify his powerful grace. When we come to him in repentance, believing that his sacrifice on the cross was sufficient payment for the debt we owe God, we can be forgiven. And then there were the two men who betrayed Jesus on the night he was crucified. Judas had worldly sorrow, regret, and his life ended. Peter had godly sorrow, repentance, and his life was transformed. We have the same choice as those men had. When we face regret, we can let it consume our lives, or we can lay our fault at the feet of Jesus, turn from it, and let him restore us. So go ahead, toast your friends and your happy memories. But perhaps the best way to have a really happy 2022 is to understand our regrets and this lyric from a 10th Avenue North song called Regrets. Simply stated, it says, God is bigger than any of our regrets. Happy New Year. As you venture into the new year, I hope you will continue to make The Notice part of your podcast listening list. Be sure to subscribe, share episodes with others, and post on your social media. I know you don't want to have any regrets. As always, I appreciate my listening family and your support. Until next time, take notice.